Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one transformational page of Talmud a day. Today, the Talmud has a question for us. It's a doozy. Have a listen. Come and hear that which is taught in a baraita with regard to a wall that is leaning toward the public domain and is likely to fall. One may demolish and rebuild it in his usual manner due to the danger that it poses to passers-by. The Gemara explains, the Baraita indicates that if the need to build the wall is due to the danger it poses, yes, he is permitted to rebuild the wall. But if the reason is not due to the danger, no, he is not permitted to do so. In other words, the Talmud is instructing us that if we need to do work during Cholamoid, the days between festivals, it matters why we're doing what we're doing. Are you fixing that wall because you worry it might fall and injure others? <laughs> Go right ahead. Are you doing the same exact thing because you're concerned with your own well-being and with your own profit? No can do. Which, if you think about it, is a great way of getting at the essential questions in life. How should we live? Should we chase after our own pleasure because, hey, life's too short and we're not certain what happens after we die, so we might as well have some fun while we're here? Or should we care for others because that's clearly the right path to something like enlightenment? Our guest today, Michael Scott Alexander, grapples with these questions in his gorgeous new book, Making Peace with the Universe, Personal Crisis and Spiritual Healing. He looks at spirituality as the original form of therapy precisely because it was able to ask questions like the one the Talmud raises today and looks at a host of surprising sources from Pope Francis to jazz genius Mary Lou Williams who have grappled with these questions themselves. Welcome, Michael, to the show. And I want to start right where the book begins with a very dramatic scene. You are on a plane. Tell us where you're going and what you're feeling. Well, I was uh, on the on the backside of thirty, and I was many years into a career in which I just I had doubts, and uh, you know I was also married with a little kid, and that's a that's a tough time where many people find that that can be a you know with little kids in the house and it'd be a sort of a strain on the marriage, and I had been given a call by a friend of mine to to sort of preside over their wedding. So my friend wanted me to say some words at the wedding. And meanwhile, I was sort of contemplating getting out of my own marriage at the same time. So I was like, wow, what a, what a mess that is. Do I have any words of wisdom regarding the, you know, the truth and reality of marriage? Um, so I'm on a plane to the island of Sardinia where the, where the uh, event has taken place. And I really got nothing to say to him. And uh, finally, what came to me was a, uh, he, my friend is Indian, Indian American. Now he lives in London. And what came to me was a line from the Upanishads, which are the, uh, you know, sort of the Old Testament of, of the Hindu scriptures. Uh, uh, there's a great story in there that could sort of, of the hundreds or thousands of stories and myths and aphorisms that had, uh, I had studied in my life for some reason, this one just came to me as a kind of a glimmer of what the, you know, sort of happiness in marriage might be, or the, or, or the, uh, 
the reality of marriage might entail in any sort of a profound way. So the story is uh, about a person by the name of Nisi Ketas who is given a gift by the gods because he's a good person. The gods offer him a conversation or a question that he can ask of death. So death personified, the, the, the entity that sort of sees the entire course of a person's life, Nisiketas is able to ask death a question and get a true answer. That's the gift. And so Nisiketas decides to ask the question, which is sort of the thing that death would know about, which is having seen the course of everyone's life, is there anything that anyone ever achieves that ever amounts to anything? Is there anything that anyone ever does that actually feels like one has accomplished something or anything? And uh, death responds with a couplet that, for me, at least standing on the dais there, was about as close as I could get to discerning and relaying the reality and, pot and potential happiness of marriage and family. The uh, death responds with this couplet by saying, there is a path of joy and that there's a path of pleasure. Both of these paths attract the soul, by which I take it to mean both of these are sort of attractive paths for a person to take. Those who uh, seek joy come to find it, and those who seek pleasure never come to the end. And that's it. That's the couplet. And so I said it there on the dais, not at all convinced that I had said something uh, scrutable. I'm pretty convinced that I'd said something inscrutable. And yet it really stuck with me that there was this kind of clarifying distinction between things that we pursue that seem to evaporate almost instantly as we uh, achieve them or even before we achieve them. And there are things that we do that seem to be edifying and uh, build us up and feel like that we've achieved or done something where we have been changed in some positive way by doing them. And that sort of just by thinking about the steps that we take in life as being one toward the path of joy or one toward the path of pleasure can be quite a therapeutic tool to straightening out what is that it is that I should be doing. Thank you so much, Michael Scott Alexander, for being our guest. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>